Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 310. This one would be probably pretty quick, um, because the podcast sort of snuck up on me. I say sort of, because I've been really horribly sick for pretty much two months now. Um, so my brain is not really keeping track of uh, time as normal. And I'm sure those of you who are regular listeners uh, will already be able to tell um, I have a, a deeper tone than normal because my nose is basically stuffed up all the time. I'm sort of uh, gasping for breath in the worst of times. So I'll also be uh, short for that reason. But I have a little bit to say about Hungry Dragon, which is a mobile game free to play, as well as a few thoughts of Dishonored 2, Death of the Outsider, though I haven't finished it. I don't really get a lot of chances to play, so I haven't played very much. Uh, so really just kind of some uh, early thoughts on that. And that's it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Hungry Dragon is a free-to-play mobile game, uh, which I guess you can get for phone or tablet. I'm pretty sure it's out for iOS as well as Android. I am playing on my iPad Mini 4, which I think is a really good size for it. It's, uh, I think, 7-inch screen. Smaller might lose some of the littler details, which might make it uh, not the best experience. But I, I think it would probably still be pretty fun at a larger um, phone device. Basically, you control a dragon. And as per all of the uh, Hungry series type games, you start out with some life and then that sort of drains down. And that's uh, how you run out of time. You need to eat all the things to regain life. And then you fly around and there's some stuff that can cause damage or... You know, just over time you'll lose health. But it is pretty cool. It's fun. It's free to play. So you may as well check it out if you are even slightly interested uh, in being a dragon and eating all the things. As far as I can tell, there's only one map, though. I've only played a few weeks since launch. Maybe, probably even if you added it all together, probably not much more than even a complete hour of play. And basically what it is is you start out with a little tiny dragon... And then you play a few games and you unlock a slightly bigger dragon. And you play you know, a handful of games and you unlock a slightly bigger dragon. And so on and so forth. I think I am at about the third or maybe fourth dragon in. It's the first uh, what they call medium size one. So that's a little bit different because the larger dragons can uh, get through more barriers and fly further. So even though it is the same map... Uh, I do have access to some areas that I didn't have as a small dragon. But it's not uh, horribly different in terms of play. 
they do have sort of, I guess, in a flight sim game, it would typically be called a hard point where you mount weapons. But these aren't weapons, they're sort of like additional things. And you unlock these things as you go through uh, the different levels. And the things are sort of little critters that fly around with you and will give you sort of bonuses. Like one I have will eat mines, which is great. I love that one. As long as you don't smash right into the mine, uh, if you can manage to sort of avoid it, he will fly by and eat it. And that's awesome. And then I have another one that reduces mine damage. So if I do uh, slam right into it, I take like 10% less or something. And then I have a third uh, thing. I forget what it does. I think it stuns things. Because there are different enemies that also fly around or they're on the ground. And they, they try to attack you, so having something that, that shoots them or stuns them at range is pretty cool as well. It's a pretty fun game. It's very colorful. It's very pretty. Uh, I turned the music off pretty quick. It gets kind of repetitive uh, pretty quickly. I think it's just the one song. So usually I play with uh, music off. I usually turn the sound off completely just to save uh, battery life. But it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I like it uh, quite a bit, but I don't play... Uh, very often, you know, you know, usually for me that kind of game is like a very rare pick it up and play it, uh, you know, for a few minutes here and there on a very rare occasion uh, kind of thing. But I like it, you know, it's free to play. And if you uh, might also enjoy it, you may as well check it out for yourself. Like I said, I have just a few thoughts on Dishonored Death of the Outsider. There is a lot of cool story and lore following uh, the character of Billy, who was sort of a side character in the previous game. You don't really know a whole lot about her. A lot of her history was sort of implied. This picks up after Dishonored 2, so we don't we don't get to know uh, her history, but we do get to know how her story continues. She also connects up with her mentor, who his name I think is Daoud. And he was actually the focus of the expansion in the first Dishonored game. Didn't really like his character a whole lot in that game. I remember at the end of the expansion, uh, based on a couple of decisions you can make, uh, he does become a slightly more likable character. He is one of those, I'm an okay guy in a bad situation kind of characters, so depending on how you play him, he is more or less uh, likable. But we get a little bit of his story as well as Billy is trying to rescue him, and then he is again sort of being her mentor uh, outside of the missions. I think I am on the third mission, and these are actually pretty big missions. They're probably bigger maps than any of the Dishonored games before that I recall, they are in fact so large that you will spend, uh, at least I spent, like an hour-ish on one section. And then you sort of leave that section of the mission to go on to another section of the map uh, that loads a whole different area, and you continue your mission in that whole other different area. 
So I would say probably on average so far each mission has been I think sort of two or three areas and it's taken me about two hours per mission. Now a lot of that is sort of repeated stuff you know you go uh, down the hallway you get caught you restart you spend time loading the game you go down the hallway you avoid where you got caught last time and then you get caught 10 feet later you reload you go back so there's a lot of that. Part of that though is because I'm kind of impatient. Uh, one of Billy's powers which is new to the series is that she can sort of stop time and then astrally project uh, a medium distance away from herself and in doing such she can't go through walls or anything but she can go you know anywhere that's an open path and then you can flag sort of whatever you want to flag. Uh, usually it's guards or you know maybe civilians or important loot and then when you come out of that vision, uh, those items are still flagged, so they're easier to see. I do prefer the vision in the first Dishonored game, which I think Corvo has in the second game. I didn't play his uh, mission set, so I don't know for sure. But I preferred his vision uh, better. But it's a similar kind of thing. It allows you to see uh, sort of marked targets through the walls, where they're going, you know, how far they're going to travel before they stop, etc., so if you were super patient, you could just repeatedly do that and sort of preview things and not get caught uh, anywhere near as much as I did. Most of the tech she has access to uh, in terms of weapons is pretty much the same as previous games. I don't think I've found anything that's super different. She has sort of knockout darts, but I think those were accessible in previous games. I'm not entirely sure. I do use them uh, sort of the most. But what I've played so far I do like quite a bit. I, like I said, I don't get a lot of chances to play. It's kind of one of those things I would play you know, sort of late at night uh, when it was sort of cooling down for the day. Because it's a single player game and it's quiet and you want to sort of sneak around. And with my sad life, I don't, I don't really have uh, that kind of environment. You know, I kind of always have people around me or I'm in overly bright noisy places which are not conducive to that kind of gameplay so I don't get a whole lot of chances to play but I do like it quite a bit and if you like the previous Disarmed games I think it's definitely worth picking up I, I do believe it is a shorter uh, playthrough as the Dishonored games tend to be in general if I recall from reviews I think they said it was somewhere around 10 or 12 hours uh, completion time so do expect that the music I recall is uh, also really good. I don't recall it being around all the time. The Dishonored games, you know, do tend to have uh, music or background noise, which fades out uh, over time. So there's that, but I do recall it being pretty cool. But like I said, if you like the uh, previous Dishonored games, I would say it is definitely a worthy uh, continuation of the series.
And like I said, um, that's pretty much it for this time. Since I am pretty sick feeling, uh, again, you can probably hear it in my voice. Kind of rushed uh, through the podcast. Kind of difficult to uh, focus and feel good about stuff, uh, you know, emotionally and physically. Because I'm basically uh, kind of gasping for breath uh, at the moment. It comes and goes uh, if it's better or worse. It's been kind of like heavy allergies, so a lot of congestion and sneezing. A little bit of sleepiness. Sometimes uh, I'll get a headache and it'll be really bad and my eyes will hurt. So I don't know what's up with that. That's very strange. A lot of times in the middle of the night my nose will get so completely plugged I will be breathing through my mouth and then I'll wake up. Uh, feeling like I'm getting choked out because I can't breathe like at all, which is terrible. So I'm trying to overdose with uh, what medicines I have to keep it at bay and try and get better. Like I said, I, I think it's just allergies because it's not really getting worse. I mean, right now I do kind of feel borderline feverish, you know, a little bit of chills, uh, just a tiny bit, and that happened... Uh, a few days ago, but then, you know, that'll pass, and I'll feel just like a little bit sniffly, and then that's it for a few days or a week, and it sort of cycles uh, between those. It doesn't get a whole lot worse. It doesn't get a whole lot better. It's kind of like, you know, heavy allergies slash low-level cold feelings uh, sort of all the time. I will probably maybe uh, go see a doctor uh, after uh, the first few weeks of school have passed if I'm still uh, feeling pretty terrible and can't shake it. School starts next week. Uh, that would be the week after this podcast, uh, the last week in September. So starting then, I'll be able to eat uh, considerably better than I have been. Because, you know, since uh, July, you know, right at the start of July, I've been having basically, you know, lunch meat for lunch. Uh, pretty much every day and dinner because, you know, I have to eat the same thing all day. And once uh, school starts up again, I can go back to uh, microwave food, which, you know, while not great, is uh, vastly better than just lunch meat, you know, in comparison. I can get, you know, soups. Those are great. But, you know, also I will get things like spaghetti or there's these um sort of steamer things that have... Uh, like one I like is like beef Merlot. It's got some beef. It's got some carrots. It's got some vegetables. It's got some um, rice or noodles. I forget which. Uh, but there's you know different types of those kind of things which are way better uh, nutritionally than just lunch meat. So hopefully that'll help uh, settle things as well. But things are getting pretty uh, bad uh, emotionally because as we get to the end of the year, uh, my bills are coming up again. October means my car insurance is now due again. That's I think 350-ish if I paid it off all at once. Uh, you know, like 40-ish a month if I don't. Uh, so that's terrible. I, I do have uh, this first payment, but that's it. And then too, I never, I never got back uh, into an eye doctor to get more contacts, which I'm on uh, effectively my last pair of that. So that's a pretty big cost as well. And then there is the uh, yearly uh, web space uh, fee that's coming up as well for that. At the end of the year, 
So a lot of a lot of bills that are coming up that are very terrible and sad that I don't uh, have money for. So donations and help is uh, greatly appreciated there. Uh, if you could send any or know people that might want to uh, send someone help, that would be super great. But that's it for this time, and I will uh, try to hang on to what little bit of my health and happiness I have left. And hopefully I can do something uh, better in three weeks. And uh, hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2018.